Hi, welcome to Celebrating Our Music, my weekly podcast show where I showcase music talent from Zambia and across the African diaspora. Enjoy! Hello, welcome to Bulela Podcast. My name is Ingutu Mubanga. On this episode, I have a wonderful special guest. Her name is Tasila Mwale. If you know anything there is to know about the Zambian music, music industry, you will know that she is a voice and a talent that we are blessed to have. Um, I'm going to let Tasila give us a little self-intro in case there are people, you know, maybe who pretend not to know about her or her work. <laughs> so Tasila, could you Hi. Um, first of all, give us a little intro. What do you do in the music industry and what genre of music do you make? Um, hi, Inutu. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, I am sure there are many people who don't know who I am, and that's okay, which is why we're here today, I guess. Um, I am a singer, songwriter, and a live performer, and I've been in the Zambian music industry since 2002 professionally. Brilliant. 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 I love, I love that you told us very, very clearly when <laughs> you started your music career because it's always something I like to ask and to refer to I love the bit yeah. that you say that you do live music I am such a fan of live music um it's the best yes because then you you not you sort of you actually get to connect with your with your fans and that's exactly that's, that's nice you know you you can be I'm pretending like I sing myself but I want to make a statement. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm sure you can see how it goes, like when your favorite artist is on stage and the way you feel, that's exactly the way they feel, because we feed off of the audience's energy. Exactly. I was about I was about to say that when you make a song in the studio, you or you write it and then you release it to the world as an artist, you're like, oh, I wonder, I wonder how they're feeling it. And but in exactly. a show, a live show, what you said is exactly that. OK, yes, you get All right. it. Then Sorry. Yes. No, I was just saying that you get feedback instantly. Exactly. 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 So I'm going to move on to my next question. This one might put you on the spot just a weeny weeny bit. Um, okay. Um, so I asked this one to all of my guests. Yes. And mm -hmm. the question is, are you a regular listener or viewer of Lela podcast content? Um, <laughs> if so, could you please tell me which interview you enjoyed the most and why? <laughs> so, uh, when you invited me for this interview, I immediately started like binge watching <laughs> so I could have an idea of what exactly I was getting myself into. Yeah. And it so happens that you have an interview with Tony Grams some time ago. You yes. interviewed Tony Grams and Tony Grams is my biological nephew. No so way. That is my favorite. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the world, the world is so small. Um, it's the tiniest. I know, but I love, I love, <laughs> love, love this. Um, and I love how almost every, well, a few people that I've interviewed and with, including you now are connected mm -hmm. because I interview, I interviewed Dennis Red. 
And I asked mm -hmm. him if he knew artists and he told me about um, Destro FNP and Tony Grams. They were releasing something yeah. together and I interviewed mm -hmm. them and here we are, I'm interviewing you and look at this connection. I love it, I love it, I love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's obvious and I think we've already mentioned it, but um, you know, you're, where are you? You're Zambian, obviously. Because uh, I only yes. interview Zambians, um, right. <laughs> mostly um, for now. Um, so where are you based in in, in Zambia? And um, are your roots and your upbringing a major factor in how you make your music? Could you just explain a little bit, if so? Sure. I am currently based in Lusaka, Zambia, which is the capital. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I live here and I, um, I don't know, I do life here, I guess, is, is the simple answer, is a straightforward answer. Um, my roots, especially most recently, have definitely affected or impacted the kind of music that I make. Um, I recently partnered with the Women's History Museum. I was a resident um, in one of their um, I was an artist uh, in residence on one of their uh, programs that they were putting together. So if um, there's anybody out there who doesn't know what the Women's History Museum of Zambia does, they yeah. pretty much try to highlight um, history as it pertains to women, because in general, women are kind of ignored or forgotten or erased mm -hmm. from history. So they like to bring the women who have made history into the fore. And they partnered with the National Museum of World Cultures in Sweden mm -hmm. so that we could repatriate um, the artifacts that are sitting in the Swedish museum. And they are trying to repatriate those objects digitally. So it's uh, photos, um, 3D, you know, images and things like that. So the museum would actually be an online museum. And I partnered with them. I got onto that um, yeah. in an effort to really help amplify, I guess, the voice of the Women's History Museum and what they're doing and why it's so important for Zambians to have access to artifacts that were taken one way or another, whether they were forcibly taken or they were given, you know what I mean? They just yeah are no longer with us and we have no access to them. We have no access to our history. We have no access to the stories that are connected to those objects. So right now, my roots are very deeply impacting the music that I make. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. I love it. I love the, the story, the connection with the Women's um, you know, History, Museum. History Museum. I follow yeah. them and Mm -hmm. you know, I love the work that they're doing and it makes it even more, um, you know, more worthwhile, more enriching, you know, um, to have you yes. on here and you partnered with them, you know, so I love, I love, I love this. I love the connection. I absolutely love it. Um, Thank you. I will go on to my next question. Okay. Yes. So how many albums or mixtapes have you released to date? Do you have a favorite and why is said project special to you? <laughs> so I have released three full length albums. Um, yeah. The first one was called Uchi. Now it's still like fresh out of high school. I was just turned 18. The second one was um, Malizu. 
And then the third one was uh, Nilicha Bebuino. Okay. And then my most recent project is, um, I don't know what to call it. It's two songs. So it's not exactly a single and it's not exactly an EP, but it is a project of two songs that I produced during the artist residency with yeah. um, Women's History Museum. And that was called Fabricated Stories. And just because I'm an artist, my most recent work will definitely be my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Because of we course. like to, you know, once you make your music, you're on to the next. I'm one of those artists who never does the same kind of music twice. I just, I'm bored. So I need my mind to be creative all the time. And so my most recent project, which is Fabricated Stories, is my favorite. It's just so rich in terms of sound, in terms of content, in terms of lyrics. It's just, yeah, it's my favorite. Okay. I love, I love that you've mentioned and said that it's Fabricated Stories that's your favorite because, mm -hmm. I mean, I saw, I saw you tweet about it. You know, I... I like to to like have to make, I like to make time to listen to things before I either comment on it or, mm. or like um, propose an interview to to um, to an artist. So I had just yes. just spent Friday listening to to your album or you know fabricated stories, and I was uh, I was commenting um, with my brother. He's the producer. Uh, you know, background producer of my podcast. And I was like, oh man, you know, I listened to Chasila Mwale and um, I love Fabricated Stories. I love the sound on it. It's just so amazing. I love because <laughs> so I, I mean, you're going to tell us now because I'm going to ask you to give us a little bit of detail on like the, the creative aspect, but just kudos, kudos right. to you, kudos to your team. Thank you. Um, yes. And now it well, not it makes sense, but it's sort of perfect that you know you you did the work while you were on your artist residency. So I'm seeing okay. the connection there definitely. You know, I love the album art. Mm. Yes, beyond that, I love the sound. I love the sound. And Thank I, you. And I'm fantasizing about um, or dreaming about what a live show would be like. You know, because right. I, yes. I I'm not in Lusaka, so I'm not going to be one of those people who's blessed enough to see you perform it live but I can imagine it's going to be amazing you know um, yeah so I, I just had to get that out out there you know just tell you how thank much you I love so it much. okay thank you yeah yes. welcome um so um mm -hmm. please um you know tell us about working on this project yeah tell us about the creative yeah. process Mm -hmm. um, just a little bit, what you would like to share with us, because it's very curious okay. for me. Yeah. Um, you've given us some now. You said you were in an artist residence with the Women's Museum. That's part of the background. Mm -hmm. But then the writing mm -hmm. the song, the deciding on the beat, um, mm -hmm. ETC. So share with us what that was like for you working on Fabricated Stories. Okay, so like I said, um, the project is really about repatriating objects mm -hmm. digitally. So we were given a, like a number of photos of objects that are sitting in the Museum of World Cultures in Sweden mm -hmm. and all the background, um, um, Madame Victoria, who is a researcher here in Zambia, 
yeah. did a lot of background because a lot of these objects are sitting in the museum and they don't have the stories behind them are missing. Mm. So she's a researcher and she went all over Zambia and got the backgrounds. And so the photos came with all of the backgrounds and research. Yeah. Um, so I chose two objects and those were Mpasa, a reed mat, I which is it. a pretty common occurrence in a Zambian home. Yeah. And also a two-sided drum. So you can beat it from both ends. Uh-huh. Yes. So these two objects were very compelling to me because I like, I like to think that ordinary things can be special and usually are if you decide to look at them that way. Yeah. And these two objects, while very common, you know, a drum, you can find it anywhere. In Pasa, you can just find it if you just walk out of this your home and onto any Zambian street and into a home you will find them yeah. pasta but it's the meaning it's the stories behind these objects that really drew me to them Mpasa has a, a deeper meaning than just being something that you sit on in traditional times in olden times our ancestors would bring those out to show that you are welcome that you are welcome in that home and okay. if it was not removed for you then you were not welcome in that home and you knew that you needed to leave as soon as possible and then um for the two-sided drum it symbolized duality the duality of you know life yeah life and death you know happiness and sadness those kinds of things so that really spoke to me as well okay and so that's how the two songs were created the first song is takulandilani which is mm -hmm. a chewa word that means you are welcome we receive you yes um and then the two-sided drum inspired a song called nshingini which is actually the name of the two-sided drum it's called nshingini and i decided to use the actual name and that song is mostly talking about the duality of a woman yeah. depending on how she's treated so if you treat me well you will you know release an angel but if you treat me badly then you really think that I'm a demon <laughs> so I love yeah. it <laughs> so that's that's how those two songs were created I got into the studio with Magnus Mando, Mag 44. Oh, and, okay, uh, the maestro. Yeah. <laughs> the actual maestro. And uh, Sam Nyambe, who played uh, keyboards. Yeah. And also Sammy Master, who played guitar. Oh, brilliant. Yes. So I had amazing artists that I worked with. And we kind of got into the studio. And I feel like, in fact, the ancestors came through on those days when we're in the studio because you know it just came together so well there was no tension it wasn't difficult at all we just yeah. got in and we started to bounce ideas around and the guy started playing and mag started hearing the drums in his head that's i don't know what happens inside his head but <laughs> yeah something, <laughs> and then something. i started something happens inside that head and yeah. then I started to write and then it all just came together perfectly and that's how the two songs were conceived okay so yes. I can't tell you how your explanation everything you've said the last little while justifies the fundamental reason why these interviews are so important to me because as a yeah. fan 
of, of music, of, of music made in my country. I've listened to so many things this past year, you know, but then yeah. I listened to yours and it reminded me of just how rich our, our instruments are because the instrumentation, the drums, yes. your voice. I, I, I was just like, you know what? This is, this is nice. I don't understand. Well, probably because <laughs> I, don't listen, I don't listen to local radio, but I'm hoping they're giving you airplay because it's, it's, a, it's a sound that reminds me of where, you know, of us, of who we are. And there's no moment that I've felt so proud than now to be Zambian, you know, like if I could mm. wear a t-shirt or clothes every day, just stamped with the word Zambia and have like a soundtrack <laughs> in the background of my life, it would be fabricated yeah. stories because I love the drum oh. work. I love how- I love that talk. so much. Yeah, I love how you've told us why, you know, like it's, it, it means it, it has so much depth and so much meaning. So again, yeah. I've said it before, oh my God, I, I fangirl too much on my podcast, but yeah, why not? It's my podcast, <laughs> I have every right to fangirl. It is um, your podcast and there's nothing wrong with showing love. I appreciate it. Thank exactly, you. exactly. And if I don't tell you, then I'm like, oh no, I let her go off the, pad the podcast and I didn't tell her. So I love it yeah. for all of those reasons. And then now even more because of the story you've told, the reason yeah. why, the how, the creative process. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep quiet now because then I'm just talking about, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to make an exit later, you know, because I break down the interview sometimes in two parts because of my, okay. my audience you know they can't just go and listen to a 40 minute long thing or 20 minutes so right i'll make yeah. this into three so that the bit where you explain the creative process is is a standalone mm -hmm. ah, section okay that's the editing plan okay okay All so right. i i will go on to my um to my next question okay so we're at fabricated stories which we've established you love i love and i'm hoping everybody else loves um what has been you know your musical growth from previous projects to this one mm -hmm. um i think the most notable um maturity in terms of my music has been content and yeah. also my voice. So the two things I can literally tell the difference, like, and I cringe whenever I hear anything <laughs> that I did before, oh. because my voice was so young. I didn't know it as well. I, I wasn't singing very healthily. Um, you know, you just, especially in a country like Zambia, where the music kind of education side is missing. You kind mm -hmm. of teach yourself and you just mimic what you hear without that technical side that yeah. could help to keep your voice healthy, could help you sing your best, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah that's the most, most notable growth. Now I like, now we have like the internet where you can just download vocal warm-ups and lessons and things like that so it's easier for me to keep my voice healthy and mm -hmm. I can hear the growth in it um and also the content yeah, yeah like I said before I think my music was more pop more western inspired and now it's more grounded 
in Afro sounds, Afro beats, Afro chants, Afro hums, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Yes, Afro, yeah. Afro rhythms. Um, like, you know, like it, it, like you said, okay, now it makes sense because before I wondered, you know, I didn't know the story behind the, the production or the inspiration. Yeah. So now you've told mm-hmm. us that because you were part of the Women's Museum, you were looking at the, you know, the different objects, the mpasa, mm-hmm. the two-sided drum, you know, so it makes so much sense that it has the rhythm that it has and you know your cover art is the way that it is you know so I love it I love it I love it and it makes so so much sense now you know and I love that you yourself said you noticed the growth because you know the Tasila Mwale on Fabricated Stories is uh, for Mm -hmm. me I'm convinced is a woman who who knows what she wants to tell us how she wants Mm -hmm. to tell us you know Mm -hmm. through her Mm -hmm. craft so like I listened to it, I you know, I had it playing in the background and I was like, Tassila, I don't know why you've done this to us, but we need more songs. <laughs> Give us more songs. Okay. Uh, no pressure, but hurry up. <laughs> Just get on with it. <laughs> Please. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm, yeah. We we are working on things. We are okay. working on things. Good. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Okay. Yes. All right. We'll just let you say that you're working on things. Okay. I won't pressure you to say what your management <laughs> won't let you. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I will ask that if there's more things, mm-hmm. please do not be shy. DM me, mm-hmm. hit me up. Okay. So we can I can listen and we can talk about it and we can do another interview. Okay. But I'm begging you, please, more music because I was like, okay, this is nice. But then I think I think she should have given us like maybe two more, three more. I'm so greedy, you know, when I <laughs> when I'm consuming stuff that I like, you know. So, but anyway, it's no yeah. pressure. Um, I will move on to my to my next question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what music-related events or milestones are you looking forward to taking part? And how can we um, support you? When I mean we, I mean me over here who listens to your content online and streams it legally off Apple Music. Uh, because I advocate for streaming music legally and purchasing it, yes? Um, yes. Also, you know, like my listeners or my viewers, I will share the episode many times. So tell me how we can all support you on the future or potential music-related milestones you're looking forward to or events. Right. Um, thanks for that. Um, I think mostly it's, you know, purchasing the music legally, like you said, um, yeah. because of where my mind is at. Like for a while, I usually release my music exclusively first on Invisasani.com. Mm-hmm. Why? Simple, because it's a Zambian company. It's yeah. a fully Zambian owned company and they pay me what I'm worth you know, what I believe I'm worth and what they think I'm worth. And we value each other. We put, we add value to each other. So if you are able to purchase it outright on vesesani.com or from vesesani.com, then please do that. Um, If you prefer to stream, then, you know, go ahead and stream. It's available on most streaming platforms. So you can do that as well. 
um, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm working on some things and I will definitely be sharing them with you and I'll be very happy if people can get on board. Um, like you said, it's, it's just, the thing is that it's different. It's different music from what is being put out, from what is popular. Yeah. But I don't, I don't believe that everybody only likes the same kind of music. I mean, no. I, I like different kinds of music and different kinds of music touches me. And I'm a human being with different, you know, moods. And, you know, I need different kinds of music for a different me, if, if I can put it that way. So yeah. if the more that people share, the more that people purchase, then more people get to listen. And it's not just about supporting me. I'm very passionate about Africa right now. I'm very passionate about owning our stories, about taking back the narrative, about infusing our Africanness into everything. And, you know, kind of removing some of the venom of, I don't know if I should call it venom, but like the poison of, you know, thinking that Africanness is is not worthy of celebration, is not is not an excellent thing, you know. Yeah. 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 All right, we're we're on the same wavelength, you know. You, <laughs> you are saying what I say, you're saying mm -hmm. the, the essence or the reason why there's a Bulela podcast now, because mm. Bulela podcast was born uh what 2020 or 2019. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, part of the motivation was because, I mean, yes, I do live, I have been living overseas for the longest while, but I'm just, I was just, and I remain still very tired of the, of the imagery, like, oh yeah, Africa mm. is good. And I'm like, no, there are musicians, <laughs> there are artists, there are visual artists, exactly. there are writers, there are film directors, ETC out of Zambia. The, the, the narrative is so, so much richer than the one-sided one. And we need to be in the forefront of sharing this narrative, yeah? Yeah, because honestly, when you are telling a story, naturally, you will narrate it like you are the protagonist, like you are the starring of yeah. that story. You know what I mean? It's just human nature. So yeah. because we have allowed other people to tell our story, obviously we are just side characters in their story. Yeah. So we need to begin to tell our own stories so that we make ourselves the protagonists. Excellent. Absolutely. Uh, well said, perfectly said. Um, I'm going to ask you the last two or three questions. I have a few minutes left. So yeah. what, um, you know, what are your biggest challenges when it comes to balancing your professional and musical career? You don't necessarily have to tell us what you do if you don't want to, mm -hmm. but I know you work. Um, mm -hmm. And, um, you know, because we talked about this prior to scheduling this interview. So how do you manage to yes. balance the work and, and, and the music career? Um, I don't know. I just do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm passionate. I, I'm just passionate about music. So I will make time for it. Yeah. And because I'm passionate about eating, I make time for my job as well you know I need yeah. that paycheck so I just do it because it has to be done I love you 
I love, <laughs> I love, I love your honesty there. I love music, yeah. I'm passionate, uh, and but yes. then I also need to have the money to pay for mm-hmm. my passion, music. Exactly. Um, so I just do it. I just do it. There's no two ways about it. I love, I love, no. love, love your honesty there. So now <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna ask you. Um, who are you listening to right now in terms of Zambian musicians or musicians, you know, out of Zambia? Um, I think like everybody else, I'm listening to Sampa, the great. Good. Good. <laughs> yes. And also, I'm always listening to Pompey and like Mag and Israel, who was formerly exile, you know, just some good music i'm nostalgic like that i'm at that age where i'm like god oh, this music was better than everything else you know but that's just because i'm an old woman oh, come <laughs> but on. yeah yeah okay I'm, good yeah. the new new school it's uh, sampa the great okay good 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 i think oh we're all madly in love with this woman's talent and i love that i love that yeah you know, and Israel, yes, I mean, who can, who can argue there? The man, the man can sing, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, okay, um, let's uh, share with my listeners, you know, mm-hmm. um, where they can find you on social media, let us know your YouTube channel, um, you know, so they can follow you because I, I always insist that they look in the description box um, for links, but it's also nice that they hear it from you. Where can my listeners and viewers find you on social media? Okay, so on Facebook and YouTube, it's the same handle. It's Tasila Mwale ZM. Okay. And then on Instagram and Twitter, it is at Odalitsidwa. I know that's a little bit complex for most people, but it's at O-D-A-L-I-T-S-I-D-W-A at Odalitsidwa. The blessed one for those who might not know. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, um, so that was my guest, um, Tasila Mwale. She made time to sit down and chat with Vilela podcast. We are grateful. Please check the description box for links to her social media, as well as to where you can purchase her album of Mbesesani. My name is Ingutu J. Mubanga. I will catch you in the next episode of Vilela podcast. 1,000 awesome Zambians by La Zambiana. Tell your story. Own your story.